Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. He'll join us and uh, get his thoughts on who he thinks is now the favorite. Are the Lakers still the favorites to win the NBA title? McLovin, did we come up with a poll question in the first hour? We did not. We got sidetracked okay. by a tool discussion. All right. Uh, well, then hit me with the possibilities here. Okay. Uh, you guys did not want to go with my tool question. We were, we were having a debate over here about best defensive player so I had a poll, but Paulie wants to redo that. I gave my top five defensive players, so we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, on the NBA, uh, do you think they start on time, yes or no, based on the early test, two in Orlando? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and say yes, it starts on time. I, I'm curious about James Harden and when he gets to Orlando, because, you know, I do like the Rockets as a dark horse here, but... Russell Westbrook has already tested positive and by all accounts, pretty successful that I think they had two tests inside the bubble test positive, uh, I should say, uh, over 300 tests. So uh, we'll talk to Joe Varden about that. But the safety precautions that are put in play, uh, I feel a whole lot better about that season than any other season that might take place this summer. What else, McLevin? Okay, uh, tomorrow is Dak Prescott Day, uh, last day to sign mm. Uh, I'm going to give you an offer. You can sign one of these three quarterbacks to a five-year, $200 million deal, which is right around where Dak will probably rumored to be. You get Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, or Carson Wentz. Who is the guy that you would sign first? Knowing all things about health included, everything about them. Well, Wentz already got his deal. Right. I would probably go to Sean Watson, but my concern is he doesn't have anywhere near the talent around him. I'm not confident with his head coach, slash GM. I feel a little better with Dak Prescott in the hands of Mike McCarthy, and they've spent money on an offense. I'd probably do Dak Prescott because it, it feels like they have everything in place right now. Offensive line, running back, they spent money on their wide receiver. So as a quarterback, I have everything that I need to be successful. Carson Wentz does not have that, and Deshaun Watson does not have that. I think those are those quarterbacks are probably better if there was an open market, an open draft. Wentz and Watson would go before Dak Prescott. But 
I, I'm taking Dak Prescott because of everything I get with Dallas. Yes, McLovin. I think that's such a good point because when the Eagles, everyone's injured on the Eagles, Carson has to run around to make plays. Yeah, and, I don't want him doing too and, much. And Deshaun Watson is the same way. When they press, he makes plays on his own and he gets risks. Yeah, Paulie. Watson, uh, led, he was sacked more than any other quarterback in 2018, 62 times. That dropped to 44 times last year. It seems to be going in the right direction. And his passing... He's a 67% passer, 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 picks. He runs a little, but not a lot. I mean, he's not uh, you know, the leading rusher in the league, but his sacks are down. He's being sacked. Yeah, he didn't have great weapons, though. No. That's my problem. And they traded their best one. Yeah. And I, I just... Bill O'Brien is a play caller and offensive-minded guy, but you don't have an offensive-minded team. Yeah, McLovin. But if you pay Dak all that money, then are you going to be able to keep these weapons around him? Isn't it a catch-22? Well, you've paid everybody. Dak's the last guy. Amari Cooper got paid before Dak did. And Zeke Elliott, we know, got paid. Offensive linemen have gotten paid. It's now Dak Prescott, and, and that's the final piece. If this team is going to win a Super Bowl, now, do I want to give him five years? No. He wants four years. The Cowboys want him for five. But I don't know if they're doing that because of, you know, what that salary is going to look like, how they spread that out, you know, whatever against the cap and all of those things. But it feels like both sides know exactly where the breaking point is. That's usually what happens in a negotiation. Like, you know, now they haven't spoken, I believe, negotiated since March. That would be a little more nerve-wracking, I think, concerning. Because let's say he doesn't get a four-year deal or they don't get a five-year deal. Now you franchise him, and which is what I would have done in the beginning. I would franchise him and then franchise him again. I still get the feeling that Dallas is not quite sure that what they have with Dak. I just get that feeling. And do you want to pay him that money? Is he truly one of these great quarterbacks? But what happens is we go... Can you believe what Kirk Cousins got? And then you move on to the next guy. And then do you believe Jared Goff and what he, and then you move on from that guy. And then Russell Wilson, and then you move on from him. And we'll move on from Dak Prescott. Not as fast because people love clickbait and they love to talk about Dak Prescott. Is he worth that money? Uh, did they make a mistake in not signing him to a five-year deal? Why did they give him four years? Did Dak make a mistake signing four not five? I mean, this is what's going to happen. But... Dak Prescott, by all accounts, even if they franchise him, is going to be well compensated. Yeah, There's no middle ground at the quarterback position. You either pay him full boat or you move on. There is really zero middle ground. Guys like Mike Glennon will get a year for $15 million, or Case Keenum will get two years for $20 million. That's kind of the where you are if you're a career journeyman backup or you're max deal guy. And Dak, Dak Prescott, he's 26, 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns last year. He's definitely not even close to, you know, like Jameis Winston, where he's more of a detriment than a help. He's the opposite. I just don't know. This goes back to, and I never understood this, and they've since changed it. The number one pick in the draft was going to get $50 million. Remember Sam Bradford and Jamarcus Russell? And you're going, wait, you're the highest paid quarterback in the league day one, and I don't know if you can play. And it just seemed backwards. Now, they finally changed it where they go, oh, yeah, they should probably come in and prove themselves. This is another situation. Every quarterback who steps up is not better than the previous quarterback who stepped up and got paid. Like, at some point, you have to have financial sanity where you go, you know, I know he's supposed to make a dollar more than Russell Wilson, but uh, you know what? Your quarterback's not better than Russell Wilson. Sorry. We're going to pay you this. When's the last time a quarterback and I'm going to say well-known quarterback, got paid less than somebody. Because it feels like like Aaron Rodgers is a bargain. What's Aaron Rodgers make, it feels like? I don't know. I mean, he's going to get paid a whole lot if, if he's still on the, uh, the team, but you, you start to look at these quarterbacks and you go, Drew Brees, $25 million. That's a bargain. But it feels like that next quarterback, well, he's got to make more than that guy. Well, we know that's not going to happen with Patrick Mahomes. Nobody's making more than him. But Deshaun Watson, 
is he's going to make more than Dak Prescott, right? Yeah, Paul. Aaron Rodgers signed before the 2018 season. In 2019, he's going to make a total of like $29 million. That's a bargain. Yeah. And the, his max deal in 2021 at age 37 will be $36 million. That's the most he can make. And that might be a bargain as well if he's still with the team. It feels like he'd still be with the team, but, but that'd be it after that. Yes, McLevin. I have another, it's a more specific poll question, but it's more of a philosophical one. Bear with me. Okay. Who would you pay mm-hmm. first? Two guys who are up tomorrow. Running back Derrick Henry of the Titans or defensive tackle Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs. Two of your favorite guys. Mm. But you have to pay Chris Jones a lot more than Derrick Henry. That's a fact. Am I going to have to pay twice as much for Chris Jones as I am Derrick Henry? Ooh, I don't know. It, it'll be at least three quarters. Yeah, it'll be significantly more. Like, which is a bigger priority? The superstar defensive tackle or the or what Derrick Henry means to the So Titans. Derrick Henry is going to be $15 million. Right. That's like the but he's thing. already been franchised, hasn't he? Right. They have, both those guys are franchised. Okay. And, they have, so, and they're working on the deal. They're, they could, could be signed by tomorrow. If not, then they go into the season with franchise tags. And Chris Jones may not report at all if he doesn't get Yeah, signed. I saw that. I'm going to take Derrick Henry. And I believe both players are the same age. They're both 26. I'm going to take Derrick Henry. I don't like signing up a running back for that second deal, but... You know what? If I could get Derrick Henry for three years, then I would give him I'd give him sixteen, seventeen million. I'd give him a little bit extra because Derrick Henry puts you on the cusp of going to the Super Bowl. And Chris Jones helped you win a Super Bowl, but Derrick Henry almost single handedly got you to, you know, the precipice of playing in the Super Bowl. So I'd I'd say Derrick Henry. Cost me a little less, but I, I don't want him for more than three years because of that style. I If I got him for three and he and he's done at 29, then I've gotten my money's worth out of Derrick Henry. Chris Jones is a good player, but it feels like Chris Jones might not be happy no matter what happens here. And that's an issue that you're going to have to deal with as well. Yeah, McLeod. Did you once say, though, that the Chiefs would not have won the Super Bowl without Chris Jones? I remember yeah. you said something like yes. one specific game. Yeah. Was it the Super Bowl game yeah. or one of the playoff games? No, both? it was the Super Bowl where he knocked down those passes. And if those are completed, then the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl. He, he stepped up and had a couple of big moments there. And that's a defense that's not great. But as you know, I, I'm a echo chamber here when I talk about at some point during the season, somebody on your defense will have to make a big play for you to win a Super Bowl. It happens. Down through history. You can have the greatest offense. You can have all the weapons. Somebody has to make a play on defense. And sometimes that happens. Sometimes it doesn't. You know, when the the Patriots lost to the Eagles, they had all the offense you'd ever need. Brady, they didn't punt. 500 yards passing. No one made a play. Malcolm Butler makes a play. With all that offense the Patriots had, Malcolm Butler makes a play to win the Super Bowl. Steelers, all that great offensive weapons. James Harrison makes the interception on Kurt Warner and takes it back at the end of the first half. Chris Jones, Kansas City, the best offense in football. One of the best we've ever seen. If Chris Jones doesn't knock down those passes, they don't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, Paul. Chris Jones in the Super Bowl, the defensive tackle. His stat line was no tackles. One assisted tackle, no sacks, no quarterback hits, but he had three batted down balls in the last five minutes of the game, and yeah. they're all on crucial plays. Yeah. Crucial plays. Yeah. I mean, he easily could have had MVP, almost like Santonio Holmes grabbed it late. By the way, have you seen the Cam Newton hype video? Because I'm in. I'm ready to go. My Patriots. And uh, I don't. Do we have the audio of this? Can we uh, play this? This it, It's like a black... It looks like it's a movie, but it's shot in black and white. It looks like it's early morning and he's working out. And yes, yeah, Todd. Does Jack Stidham now feel like he needs to answer <laughs> that with his own hype video? Because now it looks like Cam's definitely the week one starter after watching that. All right. Uh, this is a portion of Cam Newton's hype video while working out. You know what make this 
different is they ain't never seen this cam. They ain't never seen them. Cause you wanna know how I know? Shit, they ain't never seen them. The forgotten cam, though. They on cam, though. Tired of being sick of tired cam. Felt like I was just left to die. You know what I'm saying? Just, 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 just. It's over with for him. He ain't the same player. Mm-hmm. You know what make this different? Is they ain't never seen this cam. All right. So aside from you know Hawkinson Lugies there. That's kind of gross. Yeah, it was. A morning workout there. I'm ready. We, oh, Cam went third person. They ain't never seen Early. this Cam. Yeah, and I went, oh, okay. How do you know that, Whoa. Cam? Because I've never <laughs> seen this Cam. <laughs> That's a great line. <laughs> and the Patriots just got interesting. I love that he goes, uh, the sick and tired of being sick and tired, Cam. <laughs> like, yes, dude. Yes. Oh, the Patriots are interesting. I love that Cam. They got some personality. That would be great if Jared Stidham came out with one. Jared's ready to complete a third Nathan. Yeah. Jared is ready to work hard and be the first in the locker room. They've never seen this Jared either. <laughs> they've never they've never seen this Stidham. The new one. Wait, was that was that your your Jared voice there? <laughs> yeah. He's gonna do a hype video. That was the, the white guy. They've never like actually me. seen this version of me either. Because <laughs> he can't get away with going third person. They've never seen this Jarrett before. Jarrett's ready for his opportunity to shine as well. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I'd like to do is just see the MRI of your shoulder and your foot, and then I, I'll be good. But that, those would be the things. I don't need to see the hype video. I enjoyed it. But I'd rather see the MRI of your shoulder and your foot. They've never seen this rotator cuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I probably have. That's what I would want to see. Man, I hope that he's back. Uh, at 2015, even, uh, even just like a reasonable facsimile of 2015 camp. Would anyone in this room bet that Jarrett Stidham makes more starts for the Patriots, more starts than Cam Newton? Yes, McLovin. Yeah, I like I'm a Stidham guy. Old school. Just because uh, all those reporters are saying that the Patriots wanted to give him the job. And he's good. Well, they got Cam at a price they couldn't pass up on. Yeah. And I think that's the key, that there's very little financial risk here. And the reward could be, you know, very, very high ceiling here. I am curious about how Stidham processes this, where he's like, no, no, bring on the competition. Can't have too many Auburn quarterbacks in camp. Or do you go, as soon as he stands side by side with Cam, and all of a sudden he's going, oh, my God. What am I doing here? That's the problem with being on the same team with Cam. Well, no, it's not a model, but I'm talking about when he's out there working out. Yeah, he's going to look small. All of a sudden, he's seen Cam being Cam, if that's the case. Yes, Todd? T-shirt, Jacked and Jill. Got a little too mean-spirited for Stidham. What was it? Putting the two quarterbacks together, Jacked and Jill. Cam Newton being the Jacked muscular one. Going to... Take a break. You had a good Monday, I, I will did. say. You had a I damn just, good I just Monday. It all, just and and Bruce Smith was a good booking, but man, this is a whole new hour. And it all went to the wayside. Always good as your last performance. Jacked and Jill. And you know what? I could see you working on it. I was. Yeah. Like that's the problem. <laughs> you could hear the creaking of the uh, Can't the you cells. can't you workshop these things? And you don't always have to verbalize everything that pops you don't, your head either. But you do. I do. You do. We're going to take a break. We're going to uh, venture into the NBA bubble coming up. Joe Vardnu covers the NBA for The Athletic. Are the Lakers still the team to beat? And if not, who is? It's approaching 20 after the hour. Glad you're part of the program. Dan and the Dan at Stan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This program brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all-new GT four-door coupe. Because life is a race, visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews this week or any week from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, go to danpatrick.com. Watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Mercedes-AMG driving performance. And if you missed our interview with Bruce Smith, fresh off his celebrity family feud, display he uh, joined us last hour you can go to danpatrick.com to uh, watch and listen to that 877-3dp-show email address dp at danpatrick.com twitter handle at dp show he's the senior nba writer covering the nba and the lakers for the athletic it's good to have joe varden back on the program joe where are you right now uh coronado springs in lake (laughs) buena vista florida Okay, now how much access freedom do you have to come and go inside the hotel? So what I've been doing is when I get a knock on my door for my food, um, I open the door very slowly and I stand on both sides of the uh, of the door for several seconds to milk as much fresh air as I can out of picking up my food. Um, Because that's it. The only time you can open your door is to pick up your food uh, or to uh, step outside for just a second to get the COVID test. That's the only freedom I have for the, until Monday. Can you visit other members of the media? No. You can't walk down the hall? No. And first of all, uh, you know, with, with most of the Disney hotels, it's not, um, they aren't Marriott's, so it's more of a motel feel. Like the, the hall, there is no hallway. It's just outside. Okay. Um, but yeah, can't, yeah, you can't do anything. But 
How long does this go for? Um, as long as I continue to test negative uh, for, for the virus, I will be allowed out of quarantine on Monday. So it's a, it's a seven or eight day quarantine. Any yard time? This feels like Shawshank Redemption. Can you hit the weights? <laughs> no. And, and um, I, I just finished uh, my second workout in quarantine, which is I do uh, 100 push-ups, sit-ups, squats, crunches, uh, dips, and burpees. And then I run from – let's see if I could do this on my camera here. Right. I run from that sink <laughs> to that door. <laughs> And back uh, for 20 minutes. It was a little over two miles. So that's uh, that's my yard time, my man. And then I uh, I wiped the sweat up off the floor and try to clean up and turn this into a workspace. I did shower. I did shower before coming on. How confident are you? This is will start on time, and that will actually crown a champion. Um, a hundred percent on the start time. Okay, I, I think we're great. And I don't know. I mean, um. I still am in that stage where I feel like they've done this right and they've done this well and it will probably work. Um, and, and I don't even want to say maybe. I mean, I, I really think that this is going to happen. Um, maybe it's in part because of all the protocols I have to go through and I just feel like everybody here is doing it for the most part. And um, the thing that feels the best is I feel like if, if you step out of line and do something dangerous, they're going to catch you. Uh, and you will be punished, as, as we have seen already with these two guys who have uh, broken quarantine. And explain what they did to break quarantine. Like, how, how does that happen, that you're ordering food and it's being delivered? And did somebody rat out one of these players or both of these players? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, you know, what we <laughs> – with the case of, of Bruno, um, he was – I, I think he had a buddy uh, who was trying, who was going to drive him up something that he wanted, like something to wear um, while, while he was, while he was down here and just lost his mind. Like you, it's so unequivocally clear that, uh, that you cannot leave your room while you're in quarantine. Um, and then of the case with the case of Holmes, right? Like he went too far in picking up the food that, that he had ordered Um you know, I mean, I guess you can call these mistakes, but they really, they aren't. I think it's more of just um, not being used to having to follow a certain set of rules. And, uh, and, and you know, I, I think that reality is going to set in here. I like the Rockets as a dark horse here. We'll get into who you like and uh, are the Lakers still the favorites here. But Russell Westbrook testing positive. He's acknowledged that he tested positive. We're still waiting for uh, James Harden. Uh, yeah. But what is there a reason why he's not there? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure it's it's because of of the virus. Um, he just has chosen not to uh, announce it, and the the teams can't do it okay. unless uh, they have the players' uh, permission. So, you know, as of a couple of days ago, you had Mike D'Antoni saying, "Well, these three players aren't here, and we can't say why." Uh, and then Russ kind of comes out yesterday and, and says that he has, in fact, had the virus. And the, just the time frame. So Westbrook is going to start on time. Uh, well, we don't know that. I mean, we, we, we don't know. Um, we, you have D'Antoni saying first earlier in the week, well, yeah, they'll, they'll all probably be here by midweek. And then last night it was, well, I hope that's what happens. I'm not sure. I mean, here's here are the rules. Um, once you test positive, okay, you have to have you have to have these things. You have to be asymptomatic. Um, you have to record two ne consecutive negative tests over a period of longer than 24 hours. Um, you have to go through a complete medical screening, uh, and and then for, if you're a player, you have to uh, clear a heart screening because um, apparently there's some cardio related issues here. Um, so th those are the rules. Um, when they got sick, we don't know. Or when they contracted the virus, we don't know. Um, typically, what doing everything I just said could take up to two weeks. So, you know, I don't know how long this is going to be for those guys. I, I think they will be back in time to start the season on, on July 30th, but don't know. We talked, we're talking to Joe Varden, uh, senior NBA writer covering the NBA and the Lakers for The Athletic. And speaking of the Lakers, with Avery Bradley not there, now Rajon Rondo out for at least six weeks. How big a deal is this for the Lakers? The, the, the um, Avery Bradley thing is huge. I, I really do. I think it weakens them. Um, it certainly affects them defensively on the perimeter. Um, 
And when you look at how deep the Clippers are and how healthy the Clippers are now, which they really had never been the whole season, um, I think there is a lot to be concerned about uh, on the Lakers. The, the Rondo issue, I mean, yeah, he was their backup point guard. Um, he was taking the ball uh, when LeBron was was on the bench, and that that certainly matters. Um, this had not been a good season for, for Rajon, um, and certainly he had been discussed as, as a potentially weaker link in this Laker team uh, around the trade deadline, and ultimately they, they didn't make a move there really. So, um, you know, I don't know what the options are per se when with, with Rajon out, but, but of the, the two injuries, I, I definitely think it's Bradley. Who do you uh, favor coming out of the West? The Clippers, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, you know, Dan, I, I've spent most of my NBA career covering LeBron. Um, I, I don't like to bet against him. Uh, certainly in, in 2018, in Cleveland was um, <laughs> one of the most unsung acts of basketball heroism that'll probably ever go, uh, him getting that team that far. Um, but I just, I am bowled over by the Clippers situation right now. Healthy Paul George, healthy Kawhi Leonard super deep with all the uh, the moves that were made around the trade deadline. Um, I, I, I don't know. I think they're the team to beat. But if, but if the Lakers had Bradley and Rondo, would you feel different? No. Okay. Um, listen, I, I, you know, I, I think the Lakers had a fantastic regular season. I really commend that such an, uh, I mean, they're an old team with the new coach and Frank Vogel. Um, I, I really commend for how they went about their business and them catching the bucks and being in first place at the time of the pandemic hitting is, is awesome. But, you know, these NBA seasons are funny and, and we actually often see that the best regular season team doesn't win, doesn't always, doesn't get to the finals or necessarily win it. Um, and in the case of the Clippers, they were always kind of doing this slow build um, and, and they probably more than any team benefit from, you know, this three and a half, four month layoff. The degree of difficulty, though, is like I can't if you win the title this year, I get there's no asterisk. The, the whole season has an asterisk, but it feels like this, Joe, that those who don't like LeBron creeping up on Michael Jordan will add an asterisk to this, that this is different than anything that Michael accomplished. Like, it's just weird. And, and you've been around, a, you know, LeBron all, you know, for most of his career. It feels like people go out of their way to attach things to bring LeBron down a notch. Your thoughts if he does win a title with this team? Well, I, I just, I would like someone uh, to explain to me uh, how the, how these differing circumstances would then suggest that, that a title doesn't count. I mean, you still have to win four four games and four playoff series. Um, the teams aren't any worse, <laughs> you know, like they, they, everybody has their players at the start of this. And if somebody goes out with the virus, well, how is that actually different from them going down with an ACL or a, you know, an ankle? Um, when you talk about degrees of difficulty, I mean, I guess sure there, you don't have to go, um, into, you know, Milwaukee's, what is it? Five serve forum, I think is the new arena there. You don't have to go there in June and win, but you know, you also don't get to play at Staples center. And in the meantime, everybody has the same, you know, crappy being away from your family, being out of your own bed for three months without stop. I mean, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it from, for this asterisk stuff. Um, and if LeBron wins another one now, I mean, geez, that's what that's for um, on what three different teams. That's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I also wonder about this, Joe, and you uh, made mention of this. This is an old team. And I wonder what will the Lakers look like next year? Because LeBron knows that the clock is ticking. You still have Anthony Davis and hopefully he stays, but uh, you know, Kyle Kuzma, this is a Kyle Kuzma moment to step up and play big boy basketball as well. But, what do you think this lineup, this roster looks like uh, next year with the Lakers? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think you're going to see turnover for sure. It's, it's hard to, um, it's hard to know how this pandemic affects free agency and affects teams, various cap situations and contract situations with options and whatnot. Um, I, I think that, that LeBron and Anthony are together for at least one more year. 
you know, I, I've been thinking about this. It's funny, you know, that you asked it because I, I was thinking about this this morning on my run from the mirror to the door. Um, you know, LeBron was probably going to play a couple more years. Um, you know, he's 35 now. He'll be 36 in December. I, I think he would at least play out this contract with the Lakers. And I, and I suppose that's probably still true. But the added stress of the virus um, – I just wonder if it's taking years off of his career. I mean, he's like I said, he's going to be 36. He's been through so much. And when it gets more and more dangerous to play this game, what else does he need to do? Um, how much time does he want to spend away from those boys uh, in the middle of all this? So, you know, I have not spoken to him since March, I guess. Um, and I haven't seen him. I, so I'm not saying I know that that this is cutting his career short, but I wonder, I mean, he's, He's got all these businesses. He's getting more involved politically. Um, I, you know, I, I, I could see this being something that weighs on a guy when you can start to consider how much longer you want to play. What's he chasing? Yeah, I mean, so after he won in Cleveland in 2016, he said, what, I'm chasing Michael's ghost, which meant he's chasing six. Uh, th- theoretically, he has time, but, uh, you know, he's probably not going to get there. And so, you know, his leg, his legacy was cemented when he won in Cleveland. I think that's true. Um, I don't think he can hurt it uh, by playing with the Lakers, especially because he did rebound from a bad start. Um, You know, I I mean, if, if he is second best, does winning another one make him first best? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think so. But, but um, so, yeah, I, I don't know how much – I don't know what else he is chasing. It's just more about enjoying what you're doing in life. And you know what's going to happen. If Kawhi wins a title with the Clippers, so now he's won three titles with three different franchises, all of a sudden that will reduce what LeBron accomplished if he doesn't win a title with the Lakers. I, you know, I, I hadn't thought of it like that, Dan, but you're probably right. Um, it's just Kawhi – like, I don't know how many titles Kawhi has to win to get into the discussion with LeBron. Um, and he's probably not going to get there because he's not a regular season performer. Uh, well, yeah. But, but you know, if he's winning titles, um, I don't know. He's a, I, it feels like, though, LeBron, we, we've said, oh, man, he's won titles with Cleveland and he won with Miami. And now if he wins with the Lakers. But if Kawhi beats him to the punch then I, it just feels like people say, yeah, so what? Kawhi did it before LeBron. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think but some of this has to do with um, your star power. When, just when you're talking about when you get into these kinds of discussions and like Kawhi just isn't LeBron. He's like he's he's not um, he, he's not the same personality, which I think matters. I mean, if you look at you know, I, I mean, Michael certainly was that and LeBron certainly was that. And then behind him, you know, Kobe was that. I mean, I don't know what your order is, but I'm just saying that that matters. And uh, w- when you're t- when you get into these barbershop discussions and Kawhi just doesn't have that personality, he never has. But I wonder and I, I brought this up when we do those top 10 list or greatest mm-hmm. players of all time, who's moving in? in let's say the next five to seven years and who's moving out of the top 10 list, you know, cause Durant, Steph Curry, Kawhi, Greek freaks, not there yet to move into the top 10. But if, if you see like Steph Curry is a top 10 player of all time, would you say Durant top 10 player of all time? And if that's the case is Carl Malone moving out is Larry bird moving out. Cause somebody has got to move out. If these guys are moving in. I mean, does uh, I, I think Durant's probably probably already there? Um, I, oh, as far as top five, I, you know, I I just I don't know. I get tripped up by this stuff, Dan. I, oh, I do I, I too. No, I do too, I, Joe. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I mean, like I, I was thinking about this as you were talking. I was thinking about it from the Tiger Woods perspective. Um, he's on my mind because he's coming back to play this week in golf in uh, the city between our two hometowns, uh, and. and you know, we uh, like it when when Rory came out, came onto tour, and Jordan Spieth, like those two were, they were gonna be the next Tiger, and neither one of them turned out to be the next Tiger, and so like we have a top five, I guess, 
and we have like like LeBron absolutely took the mantle from from Michael. He he was the heir, uh, still is. Um, who who is the next one? I mean, there, there's gonna be one, but it we have seen throughout history that they don't come automatically right away. Like they they aren't there immediately to take the reins, and so maybe it's Giannis, maybe it's Zion. Um, you know, Steph and, Steph and Kevin Durant are great, but they're older players. Like neither one of them have a ton of time left. And, and Kevin Durant is coming off that injury that you don't know. Uh, how, like it's the worst injury you can have in the NBA. So, I mean, how good is he going to be? I'm not sure. Um, so, I, you know, I, I don't know that, there, that, that there's much movement in the next five to seven years. Yeah, I feel like if one of those guys wins another title, especially if Steph moves, Steph might already be there because he's considered the best shooter of all time. And, uh, you know, so that, that, that carries a lot of cachet. If the NBA could give Zion a bye into the, <laughs> to, into the first round to face the Lakers, would they do that? If they could do that privately, that they could manipulate it and have Zion face the Lakers in the opening round. Listen, they, yeah, they, they have already, <laughs> yes, yes, they, they've already quasi done it. I mean, you know, they set up the the whole NBA regular season TV schedule last summer for this season on Zion Williamson. I mean, yes, LeBron had something to do with it too. Yes, the Warriors had something to do with it too. But the whole thing was set up for him. And a week before the season starts, he has surgery on his knee or he announced that that's what's going to happen. I mean, that wrecked their whole thing, cost them millions of dollars in TV ratings. Yeah. It did. Yeah. And so now they set up this, uh, this post like this restart basically with this totally unique set of rules. So Zion has a chance um, <laughs> to get back into the playoffs. I mean, yes, they would do that. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's great to talk to you. Be safe. I'm going to go outside and get some fresh air though, Joe. Is that that's fine? That's okay. And probably get a bite to eat or something like that. Yeah, go hang out with some. <laughs> Think <friends>. of me. <laughs> I will. Thank you, Joe. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having that's, me. That's uh, Joe Varden. He covers the NBA for the athletic. Uh, we'll take a break back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern six to nine Pacific on Fox sports radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR, or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. 
And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I did not know this, but it's National French Fry Day. And Paulie said if you could put toppings on French fries, chili, cheese, vinegar, and salt, and ketchup, what I, of course. Oh, ketchup, of course. Or if you have an alternative that you like, some people like other. Yeah, and McLovin went with mayonnaise. Yep. Yeah. This is a week after my mayonnaise hamburger thing, or two weeks after. Yeah, I don't get mayonnaise. Do you don't like mayonnaise on anything? No. Not a club sandwich, even. No. No. You're not alone. I'd say 35% of people do not put mayo on anything. Yeah, I just don't get mayonnaise. I get, I don't know. It's not any real taste for me there. If you're going to add a condiment, I like something that's got a little spice to it. You know, something's got a little personality there, like, uh, you know, spicy mustard or something like that. Yeah, Paul. If you remember the movie Pulp Fiction, uh, John Travolta's character talks about being in Amsterdam and dipping french fries in mayo. When I went to Amsterdam years ago, and people were walking around like street fairs with like a cone of french fries with a little sidecar, which was great. But they gave you like, I think it was curry ketchup or curry mayo. And I tried to embrace the locals, and mm. it was like curry mayo. And I, I had it once, and it was fine once. I yeah, see. But that's kind of like, to me, the, the sign of something not being good is when you have to change it to make it good. It's like mayonnaise is okay. Yeah, but if you put in a little curry in it, it's really good. You're like, oh, yeah, okay, now I'm into it. If it's just mayo, like, eh, no, that's all right. McLovin, would you care to respond? Well, I think the reason people love mayo is it adds fat to the uh, any dish. It's just like, you know, it's like basically mm. fat. So that's why it's such a popular condiment. Wait, they like it for the gratification of its fat? Yeah, like you like eating things with fat. It's like appealing to like, yeah, you're basically adding a, like butter. It's like adding butter to something. You're adding a lot of richness. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, most, but it's funny. Most people are not neutral about mayonnaise. They either hate it or they love it. You would seem bland. Like I just have no use for it. Yeah, see. Like, I think it works really well on some things, but then on others, I just can't do it. Like, uh, like if I had a BLT right now, a little mm. mayo on there, that'd be, mm. that'd be real good. By the way, I get this text last night from Todd. And uh, he says, I don't know if I can wait until Wednesday for our pizza day, which we were going to test the pizzas, get four pizzas out of New Haven and a blind taste test, which I had while I was on vacation. And it came to my mind and Paulie's, but Paulie uh, text first, say, are you paying for it? So Todd or if, producing it. Are you are you going to be part of this or are you just going to sit here and have somebody feed you? I get. I could pick up the bill if, if that's uh, if that makes everybody happy. I don't have a problem with that. Well, Polly can be the producer, and you can pick up the check. Then we can do that. All right. That's how things get done around here, unless you wait for me to get them done. No, then, you shouldn't always have to. Uh, thanks, Todd. Orchestrate everything. Thank you. Yes, Paul. I have an alternative, Todd. I'll buy, and then you during the show can go out and get no, the pizza. No, <laughs> your wow. pick. Your pick. We know that's not happening. Wow. It's his choice, though. Yeah, yeah, I get this text, and it's like, I don't know if I can wait until Wednesday for our pizza slam. I got really excited yesterday with all that pizza talk. <laughs> I, and I, we can do it tomorrow if you want to. And we can order it during the show, and then I could have uh, one of the backroom guys go and get it. We could have it just in time for lunch. We yeah. are definitely due for a pizza party. Yes. One of my favorite memories of the show after the show, one day Seton ordered his own pizza. Real oh, nice. Oh, no. A, a real thin pizza. It's not a big pizza. <laughs> and it was like a medium. It was not big. Oh. And he put it kind of on the area that's to the left of Seton's desk, but it's Seton's desk still. And all and uh, Fritzy goes ooh and, and does his hands like this goes up takes a piece and just wolfs it down and so he goes no go ahead go ahead and have for whatever reason I thought there was a pizza party going on and that was just one of several pizzas being brought out I believe I Todd's direct quote was that's what I'm talking about <laughs> and I said he took a, he grabbed a slice he took a bite I said that's ah, right Todd go ahead and just eat my lunch it's fine that's all right. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're bad. an original, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I left, I left him over a couple of slices. And I don't one. have to pay for anything. Perfect. One hour left to go here. Dan and the Dan. It's Dan Patrick Show. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.